Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. Bruz, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences Podcast, a dental advice show. I am Joshua Austin. And I'm Lance Timmerman. Lance, it's a cold, rainy night here in San Antonio. It's like it's Seattle. Are you down to clown? Wow. I'm down to clown. I got the San Antonio weather. Yeah, what's it like up there right now? (laughs) It was sunny and 70 today. It was was crazy. So it was 85 (laughs) here, 85, 86 on Sunday. And Uh then Monday, it's, it's like the high of 48. So oh literally God. dropped like 40 degrees in one day. Wow. Is that from uh, leftover from Hurricane Michael? I, no, I don't think so. Because that <laughs> went like east, right? It sort of I don't know. went through Florida and then like up through Carolina. I don't uh, know. All you guys, far, when you're the four states away, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. I don't, watch. I, I don't know. It's, uh, <laughs> it's just weird. Yeah. It's been very wet. It's like rained every day. It it really does feel it's like it's like gray, cold, and dreary, and and wet. It feels like Seattle, man. Yeah, imagine that for the next six or to nine months. That's uh, typical yeah. Seattle. I'm gonna break out my uh, Sean Kemp jersey and just uh, start wearing <laughs> it around with like a flannel shirt above, on top of it, like perfect, like a true 1994 um, Soundgarden concert. Yeah, yeah. You could just say you're Jeff Ament. You're you're pl- playing. Pretending to be Jeff Ament, the, the basis for Pearl Jam. Okay, they, good. Sean, Sean Kemp and him were pretty good good pals. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, I saw your brothers in Tanzania or something crazy like that. Oh, yeah. Today he's in Dar es Salaam. Yeah. That's Tanzania? Yeah. That's the airport <laughs> that's, there in Tanzania. Okay. <laughs> what the hell is he doing in Tanzania? Honestly, I have no idea. He uh, he wanted to go to the Seahawks Raiders game in London, and he had a little extra time. He thought, well, and my daughter loved Edinburgh, so he went to Edinburgh for a couple of days first, then went and saw the Seahawks, and then on the way home, he went to Tanzania. He uh, during dental school, he got hooked up with uh, some people through Shine that uh, he, he donated services and went on like an outreach program, and then he went back. He's done it a couple times, and I have I think he's actually. Uh, gonna get more involved with uh, some of the outreach type uh, service out there. Maybe help teach some things and, and donate services. Nice, good for him. I, uh, you have yeah. no idea what it would take to get me to Tanzania. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> first they'd have to build a Ritz. Uh huh. Then they'd have to like that's step one is have like a Ritz or a Four Seasons. Okay, that's where we start. I'm All just, right. Like I'm not staying in like a mosquito tent. Like it's just not happening. So you you uh, you you're not a hiker. No. Okay. No. Well, I will definitely hike if. Like uh, I've I've hiked uh, Mount Sai in Seattle, just outside okay. Seattle. Yeah. But oh, wow. then okay. you can come back and go back to your hotel room at the Four Seasons afterwards. Like yeah. that's my Why idea. Why the hell did you go to Why did you go to Mount Sai? I because it's like. It's doable. It's four miles up and four miles down, yeah. and it's a thirty-mile drive or whatever, thirty-minute yeah, drive. Yeah. So it's it's a Got fairly it. simple hike, and it's a good hike, but simple. 
Um, yeah, it's and, 10 miles from my house. I live right out that, that way. Okay, and you don't need, like, yeah. gear or anything? No, that's an easy... When I was a Boy Scout, we re, we would run up that thing Okay, and uh, train for when we go up Mount Rainier. And then uh, I saw a patient when I was there hiking Mount Si. Oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> what are the odds? <laughs> wow, okay. What are the odds? Yeah, it's crazy. Well, because you got, you got Kilimanjaro there in Tanzania, so a lot of people go, and I guess that's a real easy hike. You don't really have to be all that technical well, to be Lance, able to summit. Listen, I, I've heard the song. I know all about Mount Kilimanjaro. I, be, I believe oh. Mount Kilimanjaro is referenced in the song Africa by Toto. Oh, that's right, it is. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> should know it by heart, Lance. I need to know those lyrics I, by heart. I really should. I'll work on that by next week. I'll I'll be able to serenade you. So I heard you drop kicked your Itero. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, well, almost. Did you punt How, it? How's this? Did you have the Seahawks uh, punter come in and show you? And you I just really sh- grabbed Jesus. it and punted it. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he's a Texas grad. So he is. Yeah, know. he's he was our best player last year. Oh God, he's he's amazing. He's yeah. great. Uh, no. So how's this? So I, I'm I got this crazy case going, and but I wanted to also place some implants on the lower and I was going to send, I use CAD ray occasionally and I was like, oh, I really should have scanned her when she was in because I got these impressions going to this different lab. Tell me, I'm just going to pour up the model and I'll scan chair side, uh, a desktop, um, this model. So I'm scanning it and I'm trying to hold the scanner, hold it, the thing. It, it It's easier on a live person than it is desktop or benchtop. Yeah, because their jaw is not going to fall on the ground. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So as I'm trying to hold all this, I'm sitting in a chair and it just kind of slipped and it only ah. went maybe 12 inches and barely did anything. But now the screen, there's the plus sign where you use to aim and, yeah. and line everything up. That's all black. There's nothing there. That's but not peripherally, good. it fades, it fades to, to actual visual visual stuff, the, the peripheral stuff that you would see. And so if you click it, it'll actually take the image. It's almost like there's two cameras, one to, to aim with and one's actually acquiring data. And I think that it still works. I just, I'm doing it Helen Keller style. That's a risky proposition. Have you talked yeah. to him about a referral? I. About, about like uh, sending it in or whatever. Not a referral. What's the word I'm looking for? Refurbishment. That's the word I'm looking oh. for. Uh, well, I, I contacted them. They're so busy today that they said, oh, we're going to call you back within 24 hours. Guess what? I'm prepping a lower arch tomorrow. I kind of want my scanner. Yeah, you're using PBS. I'm doing PVS, so we're. Uh, I hate once once you've you've jumped yeah. in both feet for a scanner. You don't you hate PVS yeah. now? No, I hundred percent agree. I hundred percent agree, and especially like on a on a multi unit case or whatever, like scanning is so much better. Well, on a the, the seat the seat appointment is so awesome when yeah. when they all fit perfectly. You just drop them in, and and now I know I'm going to have to actually spend an extra hour and a half seat in the case. Yeah, hopefully uh, not. Jesus, that sucks. Well, hopefully it's yeah. fixable. Hopefully it's like you send it in and they can yeah. tweak one thing or something like that. It's not going to cost you a whole bunch. It looks like it. See, the thing is, I have a. I'm a. I'm really afraid that they just won't support it. It's so old. It runs Windows XP. It, it's it's the one of the first versions. So they might not even have parts. So shit, man. Yeah, but out of the woodwork, I'm. Getting a lot of messages from people. Oh, well, let's set up a demo for our dark care stream. Hey, let's set up a demo for the medit. Let's uh, so sooner has become later. Later has become sooner because I knew that yeah. sooner or later I needed to replace it. Yeah, you just want to do that on your own timetable, not <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just paid off my new Itero. Actually, Andrea paid it off, and I'm gonna pay her back. <laughs> <laughs> 
perfect. Yeah. Yeah. The it's, Bank it's of not Andrea. Bad, it's pretty sweet. Not a bad gig. <laughs> nice. <Yeah>. Lance, this, <laughs> this is an advice show. I guess. Why are we giving people advice? <laughs> I know. Why do people listen? Why, what's going on? <laughs> what is wrong with you, listeners? We <laughs> answer... <laughs> answer your questions we answer questions we find in all those neat little dental facebook groups we answer questions from reddit Reddit. we strive to help dentists and dental team members with our own unique brand of advice so please listeners we need your questions they are the sustenance we crave you can submit your questions to workinginterferences at gmail.com now we don't want just any question do we lance no that's how you know it's a Tuesday. <laughs> we don't want a bunch of boring questions. Like, what's the best intraoral scanner of all time? Because we all know that a duct-taped Itero is the greatest intraoral scanner ever. We want the top... I'm prove it. That's right. We want... It. I'm telling you, a little duct tape, a little triad or something like that. Uh-huh. If you can't fix it with that, you can't fix it with anything. True. <laughs> we, we want the tough questions. We want the questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. Oh, question one. You're going to have fun with these first two. Oh, God. I'm gonna We're going to have fun with all of these, actually. Okay. Yeah. Lisa asks, if you have an employee that's been with you for three years that left to work with another dental practice and then realized the grass isn't always greener on the other side and now wants to come back, do you start her all over again for 90-day benefits and keep them at one-year benefits or jump them back to three years where she left off? So I, what I'm guessing here, I mean, it's, it's a little confusing the way it's worded, but do you just give them all the benefits they earned when they start back, or do you make them kind of re-go through the uh, probationary period, I guess is the word you would use for that? That's one way to put it, sure. I Look, I'm just going to cut to the chase. This bitch can stay away from my goddamn office. So you, you're not taking anyone back. Once they leave, Hell, once they're gone, they're gone. F- well, it depends on how they left. If it was like a job transfer, their husband had to go someplace else, and, and totally amicable split. But you, the grass was greener. You totally shafted me, and I had to, you know... What they don't understand is just just replacing a person costs a lot of money. Yeah. Your, your production goes down, uh, your... Yeah, it's, your a pain. it's just like the day-to-day. The, it's just a pain. Yeah. Yeah. So they they owe you so much that man, you're, if if you were to hire them back because for some reason you you think you should, they start up ground zero. You would have cashed them out when they when they left. You you owe them whatever you owed them. Yeah. So they've been cashed out. They're zeroed out. Start over. Yeah. They don't they don't now get that back. There has to be some sort of penalty for leaving. You don't just lateral move and lateral back. Yeah. So. Uh... But that there should be also feats of strength. There should be a competition and that they have minimums to meet. Like they have to throw a javelin at least 60 yards. They can't do that. They're not hired. Yeah, that's true. That would be those are those are those are good skills to have. Those are everyday skills to have. Absolutely. Um, what was the which one is the one that they twirl in a circle and throw? Is that the shot put? Isn't that oh, one where yeah. they throw a hammer the- or two? Yeah, they, they they throw the discus, the shot put, and uh, folding chairs. Oh, wait, no, that's Bobby Knight. That's right, Bobby Knight. Um, How many employees have you had that have left that you would take back? Two. Okay. 
Fair enough. And that, that, one a, of them is a felon. <laughs> okay. So that's, that's the one that stole my DEA number. You know what? I'd, I'd keep, I'd bring her back. She was, she was so fantastic. Yeah, I, I would. She was that good of an assistant. I could delegate so many things to her. Yeah. I could trust her to actually communicate to people and sell cases for me. Uh, that it makes my job so much easier that, that, yeah. Um, but unfortunately the state has permanently banned her from being in a dumb office. So. <laughs> tough look for my girl. Tough, tough look for my girl. <laughs> so uh, Laura, if you're listening, I'd hire you to, uh, come on back. We'll change your name and the, the state won't know. Yeah. How are they ever going to figure that out? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think, uh, I think there's, there's good precedent for changing your name and, mm-hmm. and no one knowing anything about it. <clears throat> Um, How about you? Have you had people leave that you'd uh, you'd bring back? I, you know, I recently had one that left. I had my longest standing employee left a couple weeks ago, um, mm. and I was sad. I really was sad about it. I, I really liked her. I thought she was great. It was kind front of a, desk, yeah, front desk. Or? She started okay. as a she started like right out of high or uh, assisting school as my assistant, uh, mm. or as one of my assistants, and then became like my lead assistant. It was a great assistant. Mm-hmm. Um, and then wanted to be front desk. And so we moved her to front desk and she's kind of done. She would go back and forth as needed and she was cross trained and she was really good. Everybody loved her. And yeah, then that's like, awesome. at the start of summer, she got rear ended, um, oh. in a vehicle, not, I don't know that my, those kind of personal details. <laughs> and you have an alibi, so it wasn't you. <laughs> she got rear ended and it, it really jacked her back up and she missed, <sighs> She missed a bunch. She missed probably like a month and a half, two months of work. And yeah, I mean, she had excuses and all that kind of stuff. And then she like got a cold or something. And this was after she'd been out, like really stretched. Like it really kind of stretches the office then when a person at the front is out. Because then it means my office manager is now doing that. So that means she can't like post payments. It just takes her Uh away from doing stuff I want her doing, which is like getting treatment booked and posting payments and all that. All that stuff that like makes things happen, right? Uh-huh. So then she like got a freaking cold or something and then like missed three days of work. And it was like, number one, I don't know how you can afford to not be here. Number two, uh-huh. I need you here. Number three, uh-huh. if you're sneezing and have any nose, like I will put you in an office where you're not in with patients and you can just answer the phone and do other stuff. That's like not in direct patient contact. Like I have, uh-huh. I have options for you. Uh, but if you're going to miss three straight days of work, like you need a doctor's note. And then yeah. she came in and said she didn't have medical insurance because she couldn't afford medical insurance and blah, 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 blah. And uh. um, turned her key and left. And I thought I thought it was like a game of chicken or something like that. And, and it wasn't. Really? Um, wow. So it, if she called back and said, hey, you know, I, I don't know. I would need an apology. I would need something or, or you know, some sort of. I'm very sorry. I, you know, I let my emotions, whatever. I would consider yeah. taking her back. She's probably the only one. Yeah. I don't have as many former employees as you do, <laughs> although I have a fair, I have a fair number. Uh huh. Um, I have, I have another one that moved to Houston with her husband. Mm-hmm. She was a hygienist. I would take her back in a heartbeat. She yeah. was great. I had the one that was calling in drugs under my name. I would not take her back. Right. Um, so unlike you, I do not condone that type of behavior. Uh, <laughs> I'm not saying I condone it, but I just would. Uh, she was that I'll good. Keep my eye. Keep my eye on you. Mine was not that good. I will tell you that much. Okay. Um, all right. Who else? All right. Had? I've had a couple of like front desk people that were just not memorable at all. Um, that weren't. Yeah. Weren't great. Yeah. Um, 
I, <laughs> I had an assistant when I started named Becky. And God bless Becky. We've all known a Becky in our lifetime who oh, yeah. um, is just like Charlie Brown, just th- has the worst <laughs> luck of everything, right? Just if Bad hair like that too? Yeah, bad just hair. One curl? Absolutely, just horrible. Just, I mean, just bad luck, right? Just bad luck. Uh-huh. Just everything bad happens to Becky. And uh, Bad luck, Becky. Bad, bad luck, Becky. like a meme. That's exactly right. It is like a meme. (laughs) And she was a great chairside assistant. I mean, just, man, forehanded dentistry with her was awesome. Uh Um, Really skilled assistant, great at impressions and models and making temps and like multi-unit anteriors and staining them, glazing them and all that stuff. Great. Nice. Um, And now I think she's a truck driver. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um yeah. When the road is calling you, you can't, you must heed that call. Yeah. I, I guess. I would consider <laughs> if like, if I got just her talent and not her problems, mm-hmm. I'd take her back. Yeah. But like with the headache of just all the little things that happen to her on a daily basis, I'm not taking her. I had an office okay. manager that immediately brought us down about 250 grand from one year to the next. Just really? Yeah. It's just rough. And I was paying her a bunch of money too because she had like built herself out as the savior, um, yeah. and she made things really bad. I got rid of her, and immediately things got a lot better. So I would not take her back. Wow. Um, yeah. So it's I, I've had maybe maybe one, maybe just the most recent one that I would take back. Interesting. Interesting. How like what's the morale? Or not even the morale, but like what's the other staff think? You know, if you take somebody well, back and then just give them their full benefits back like right away, that just seems horrible. It's, it's setting a precedent, Horrible that, precedent. That, that they're going to now realize you're you're you just can a be walked all over. Yeah, you can be you can yeah you can be pegged. They can strap one on and peg you, right? Metaphorically because, or literally. It, Maybe it but if you're into that, that's fine. I'm not going to cast I mean, any Thursday, right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's the. I mean, the, the staff is watching you every move that you make to see how you interact with the other staff because they're going to assume that it's going to apply to them too. So, what's to prevent them from saying, oh, "I'm going to check out to see if the grass really is is greener," and and maybe it is, but they wouldn't have been looking if you hadn't hired that person back. So, maybe. Let me ask you this: going back to your pre Holly like pre Holly dating days. Okay. Did you ever have one that like you just couldn't fully break up with all the way? That kind of um, kept relapsing, that shouldn't have been relapsing, but kept relapsing. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I had a couple like that. And and in hindsight, you're like, God, I was so stupid to take her back. And, yeah, the right term uh, is relapse. That is the right term because that like yeah. denotes a pathology. I think to a oh, certain yeah. extent. This seems like that to me. Like there's a sort of, this isn't, if you're hiring back somebody that left because the grass is greener, uh-huh. I, man, that just seems, I just wouldn't even, I don't even think I would do that. It would be such a special scenario. Yeah. You know, you and I are both talking, you've had how many, I'm, I'm just going to throw out a number, 50 employees, if not more. Probably. And you you would take back two? Maybe. I, I've had probably 20, 15 to 20, and I'd take back one. Yeah. Like, it's that's such a Hail Mary pass. Yeah. What? I mean, I, 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 to be fair, now that I'm looking again to replace people, the, the talent pool, one of the downsides to a good economy is the unemployment. There there aren't anybody to choose. So, it, I guess in a, hashtag, between a rock and a hard Hashtag place. MAGA, make America great again, Lance. Right. 
Okay. <laughs> I, you know, maybe in that light, I, I, I would. Um, I just think that it would always be, it's, it's a short term thing. Man. Yeah. It just seems like. <sighs> yeah. So let's say you and... have somebody for a year, just for sake of round numbers. They okay. leave, they go away for three months, they come back. You're not going to have them for a year the second time. It's going to be less time than that, right? Like it's just get, it, it just gets shorter and shorter and shorter, and they know they can leave and then they can come back, and yeah. so it's it's sort of like I don't even know what the analogy is, but it's it's just it's such a bad precedent all the way around that yeah. it would be such a unique scenario for I me did, to consider. I did hire one back. She was with me for about four and a half years, and it's interesting how a lot of people think that there's a ladder. You start off as a sterilization tech. Now you're an assistant. Then you're a lead assistant. Well, the step up from there it would be a rover. You're front back, front and back, and eventually you're up front, and then you're the office manager. But the re- reality is they're just two different entities. There's clinical and there's administrative, and that would yeah. be a lateral move, not a, not a move up. Right. So she really she I was trying to give this one person that w- was there at the time for four years. I was giving her more duties that were clerical. <laughs> Clerical, and, and she really didn't have the aptitude, and so uh, eventually she was offered a, a more a higher position in this larger practice close to where she lived. I mean, it, it was she was commuting a good half hour, forty five minutes, and the place she left for was three minutes away. So it, it was an amicable split. I understood there were some other things changing. About three years later, I saw on Facebook that she was no longer employed. And so I, I did reach out to her saying, hey, are you, you know, we could use a hand. You, you already know everybody and everything. And so I did bring her back. She lasted another six years. And okay. Then so that's, a, I mean, that's an example of, of, a, of a scenario where it works. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I'll be honest. There was always that lingering wonder if yeah, at, any, when's she gonna at, at the end again? of the day, is she going to come up and say, yeah, I'm going to get my notice again? Yeah. When's the so, other shoe going to drop? It took six years, but eventually... That's not uh, bad. That's a win, I think. That's a rare win, though. I, I think that yeah. is is a not common common no. scenario. My brother in law no. had had somebody that he like that left and he rehired like three or four times. <laughs> okay. And, and she was a very skilled dental assistant, but mm-hmm. um, I mean, God, that's just <sighs> yeah, snutty to me. I I, I just I I don't see it. I I don't yeah. see how that works. I don't see how. I just don't see how you make things. Yeah, but if she does come back, she starts from ground zero. She absolutely. You're you starting know. at at rung one. Get to yeah. scrubbing. Get scrub those instruments. Yep. Yeah. And my, I need a second coat of wax in my car. So on your lunch break, go get some turtle wax. My dry cleaning needs to be picked up. <laughs> um, what else needs to be done? What other little uh, hand wash my skid marks out of my underwear. That may be some sort of harassment. I think you can do the dry oh. cleaning. I don't think you can do the other thing. Oh. Well, what if it's in the office manual? <laughs> that seems no. to be like the be-all, end-all. <laughs> like, that's the ultimate get-out-of-jail-free card. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's in writing. Like, if it was in the office, manage- <laughs> if it was in the office manual that uh, an assistant could call in prescriptions for themselves or whatever, it'd be like... Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's against a DA, but it's in the manual. That must mean it's right, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, that seems to be like everyone's sort of get out of jail free card. Mm-hmm. Somehow, I don't think like if if ever you were to end up in some sort of trial scenario, mm-hmm. I'm not sure like how far a manual goes. Like, I, I don't know like what that really gets you in a, in a courtroom scenario. 
Well, my cousin, uh, he's not a lawyer, but he watches a lot of Law and Order. Uh, yeah, he's, he's seen every Law and Order. Yeah, yeah. So he, he he looked at it, looked it over, and said it looked fine to him. Well, so that seems we're, we're that good. seems kosher. Yeah, can you give me his contact information? I'd like to have him look at mine. <laughs> Depends on which uh, Law and Order he's been watching. That's for you. I I think that I, so that woman in there, Mariska Haggerty. I sh, I mean I shouldn't. Oh, yeah. she, she's she's extremely attractive, but I'm very frightened to say that because. Yeah. I, well, she it, seems kind of like hangdog to hang is out she, with. I, I might be wrong. Isn't Mariska Haggerty, was she um, Jane Mansfield's daughter? I believe so. And, so, yeah. And how long has she been on television? Uh, well over a decade, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Have you ever seen that woman crack a single smile? Oh, she's afraid of causing wrinkles and, and doesn't want to pay for Botox. So she just... It doesn't. It is. It is the epitome of like a one-dimensional character, who is yeah. like only cares about like making men pay for rape. That's it. Like that's all day, <laughs> every day, twenty-three hours a day. She takes yeah. an hour to take a shower and get ready. The rest of the time is just hunting men, sex criminals. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all. There's no mm-hmm. like. Oh yeah, she really enjoys like a night at home and having some Cherry Garcia ice cream and watching reruns of The Bachelor. Like, there's none of that in that character. It is uh-huh. so one-dimensional; it's not even funny. Yeah. Oh, God, that, why, why have they not done a Cosby uh, knockoff on SVU? Or have they? They should. <laughs> they totally should. And I think it's pudding. I think the uh, the rights to the Cosby Show are owned by NBC. <laughs> So I think they could, like, use his real name and, like, do the whole... I don't think they'd have to, like... Because normally they'd change a little bit, you know? Yeah. The Law & Order series is... is all, They just get newspapers. When they run out of ideas for shows, they just get newspapers. And they just dig for the most recent story. And they just mm-hmm. make it as close to as they possibly can without being sued. But I hmm. think they own the rights to co- the Cosby show. So they could totally yeah. just do that. I would think. That'd be fun. I'd like to see uh, Olivia something. I forget her name. Olivia something or other. Uh, uh, Olivia Wilde, Olivia Munn. No, that's her, her character's name, I think, is Olivia. Uh, okay. I could be wrong. All right. I think I've seen her that show on like the, four times. Did you ever watch The Love Guru, Love Guru with Mike Myers? <laughs> I have not seen Oh, no. You almost <laughs> said The Love Guru. <laughs> <laughs> It could that be made both. Me laugh. Yeah. There's uh, a so Mike Myers probably politically incorrect. He's pretending to be uh, an probably, Indian. probably, <laughs> probably. And he's going down the line and, and, and shakes people's hand and he says Mariska Hagerty and he's the next person Mariska Hagerty, next person Mariska Hagerty, and then he Mariska Hagerty is there and he shakes her hand and says Mariska Hagerty. So nice. that was a. Nice. Yeah, you had to watch it. So, yeah, both listeners, so. Yeah, ever, yeah, the three people who have seen it, uh, uh-huh. you guys could, you have your moment. All right. Uh, so, just don't hire her back, Lisa. What are you doing? Don't go. Don't yeah. go back. She, it's not worth it. It's just not. It's not. It really isn't. It, it's it's going to make you look bad in front of everybody else. It's going to cause animosity. It's going to cause tension. It wasn't that good. The proverbial, yeah. um, I don't need like the the work. You know, the in a relationship world, you always say like, "Oh, the sex was amazing," but like, right? That's the plus side in a relationship standpoint. There is not that big of a plus side here. Right? They weren't that good right. at work. I, I promise you. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it, the, the the staff's going to notice, but in my office, it won't matter because the staff will be gone soon anyway, so <laughs> they won't know the backstory. It's true. <laughs> Just turn everybody else over and you're good. Yeah. Question. I'll hire you back, but I got to fire, fire yeah. the rest of them. Hold on. Give me three minutes while I fire everybody else. Hold my beer. Yes. 
Question two from Jerry. <laughs> Jerry asks, taking my staff to the ADA convention, have had issues with a front office staff member for four months. Talked to her yesterday for the second time about her performance and bringing personal problems to work. She told other staffer that she's done and there are a lot of other, quote, shit jobs for her in town. Do I fire her before our trip and appear to be a bitch or take her to Hawaii and let her quit when we get back? Lance, I think you may have some insight on this as we literally talked about this last week. So what would you do? Yeah, well, I because of last week, I'm no longer taking staff anywhere. Fuck that shit. I, I, I was looking back. I've taken the staff out of state probably for CE, let's say a half dozen times over the 20 years. And almost every single time it's actually caused a problem. It just, it's yeah, that's like, just, it just seems like it caused, pro- there's so many problems. Well, what ends up happening is uh, if we go to work, we see each other for eight hours, but most of the time we're not together because like the assistant doesn't interact with the hygienist because the hygienist has her own room and, and they're going to see each other for three minutes yeah. several times during the day. Suddenly you've traveled and you're sharing a hotel room or at least uh, sharing a hotel and you're spending all your free time with them and, and there's so much interaction. That's when you, that you actually find out the person's true colors and you realize, oh, I hate this bitch. And you never would have known that if you'd never traveled. It just seems like there's so many things that can go wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I mean, I guess the, the the upside would be team morale boosted. They feel... Well, I will say that when, when they... Like, I took them all to ADA when it was in Honolulu 20 years, 18 years ago. And uh, we planned it so far in advance. It was a nice little carrot to dangle in front of you. And they it, they were incentivized to meet certain productivity goals to, to actually earn it. And... You know, I will say from that standpoint, it works tremendously, but be careful what you wish for because they might fight like cats and dogs when they're actually at dinner. It's a, it's a tough one. Yeah. I mean, you definitely can't take her to Hawaii. What, like, what are you even doing? What yeah. are you, like, why is that even a question? Just dr- drop the ax, buddy. Drop the yeah. ax. Get rid of her. Well, it's not. You know what they say? It, when when you finally decide to fire somebody, you're probably two weeks too late. So you're, you're, it, you've already, it's always it's already. like, why didn't I do this earlier? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. D- don't. God. Can, just Captain Bringdown on the Hawaii trip. Like, I, I think everyone else is going to be happier and enjoy their Hawaii trip more. Here's the option, though. Why don't you fire her on the plane to Hawaii? How about that? There you go. And give her a parachute and just saying, you're not uh, landing on the tarmac with us. So yeah. here you go. You can get off this plane, but you got to figure out what you're going to do from there. <laughs> and so you might just live in Hawaii now. I don't know. You have to figure uh-huh. it out. Yeah. Um, how much is a flight to Hawaii? 700 bucks, probably. I mean, I'm sure they're flying coach. Yeah. From here, it's it's actually really cheap, but... For you, it that would might be, more. be worse, so worth the four hundred bucks or five hundred bucks to do that. Oh yeah, yeah just yeah. like, hey, can, can I see you back at my seat right quick? I'm, I'm in, I'm in sixteen uh, A. Yeah. Um, hey, Karen. Um, oh, I'll have a ginger ale, please, and, and uh, some pretzels. Um, <laughs> and no ice. No ice. Yeah, yeah no, no ice. No ice. Um, Karen, it's just not working out. Um, 
or decided we're going to move on and uh, it's on you to uh, try to get home somewhere somehow. So uh, anyway, it was great working with you. Um, I'll mail you your stuff. Uh, if it's to an address here in Hawaii, just let me know. Um, and yeah. that'll be an extra $5 for uh, priority mail. But, uh, but as, a, as, a, as a thank you, I'll pay for your in-flight movie. Yes. Uh, so there is... Uh, <laughs> There's the truth about cats and dogs, uh, which is just a tremendous uh, Garofalo movie. Uh, Janine Garofalo is just great in that movie. Uh-huh. Um, and there's also Notting Hill with uh, just a delightfully charming Hugh Grant. So whichever one of those, it's one of the 99 cent choices. Don't go above that. Um, and uh, just let me know, you know, um, where where to send your stuff. Thanks, Karen. Have a great day. That would be really fun, especially for this. Like, you start saying that, like, I can find a shit job anywhere else. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. find find a shit job in Hawaii now because that's where you live because I'm leaving your ass here. See, what, what, what frustrates me, I've been talking with other people because of my hygiene situation last week, is just the lack of respect. You know, the, the yeah. more and more employees are not respectful of their employer and employment. And so it, it's a... It's a an amazing pattern that I was talking to uh, Mary Beth um, Frampton Briornis from uh, the DSS Dental, Dental Support Can you Specialty. say that again? Say her name again? You you got a little uh, a little uh, <laughs> you got a little oogie spooky on that one. Oh, uh, Mary Beth Frampton Briornis. Okay. Bjornis. All right. It was better that time. You, you sort okay. of did the Mary Beth Frampton Briornis. You sort of like did the trail <laughs> off on the first time around. <laughs> I did all consonants. I forgot the vowels. <laughs> I wish I had that many names. Yeah. Mary Beth Frampton Bayornhas. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's a good name. Yeah. Do you remember in dental school, did you have to, uh, it, we had scantrons in dental school where we had to bubble in our names. Uh-huh. Did you have that? Oh, we had retinal scans. <laughs> you, you went to dental school in like 1985. You didn't have retinal scans. <laughs> Did you go there? You don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So we we had these scantrons and we had to bubble in our names. And can you imagine if your name was Mary Beth Frampton (laughs) Bjornas? You just like... Half of your test would be bubbling in your name, like literally. Here's your extra Scantron to to complete. Yeah, seriously. Can you give me some ahead of time so that I'm not losing 11 minutes of my exam? (laughs) It's a 50-minute exam, and literally 20% of it's gone for me bubbling in my name. Uh I promise I won't cheat. I won't know. Like, just give me the blank Scantron. I'll just fill out my name beforehand. Um, I I used to – I mean, I I used to think it was bad for Joshua Austin, which is – Six. I'm good at counting. Twelve letters, right? Okay. Yours is uh, your last name is a little rough. It would take a little bit. But it's like that one Welsh village. There's a sign out naming it. There's no vowels, and it's like the longest non-repeating word. Could you imagine, like, writing that on your return address every single time? Well, do you remember how proud you were when your parents taught you your own phone number and your house address and you, you could memorize and you could repeat it back? Yeah. Uh, you probably were graduating college before yeah, you were able to pronounce Yeah, you were 23 before you could do that at that, at that place. Yeah. Jesus. Um, yeah, I think if, if you're a Mary Beth Frampton and you marry um, former Tennessee Titans kicker Rob Bjornhaus, um, then... I think you just dropped the Frampton, right? It's too many letters. We got too many letters. Got too many yeah. letters going on. 
Yeah, I think that's a good idea. So, so what we're saying is don't take this broad to Hawaii, or if you do, take her to Hawaii and fire her on the plane there. Mm-hmm. That would make for a good trip. And uh, Pixar didn't happen. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. going to need some kind of like surreptitious uh, Proof of spy life. cam yeah. of this yeah. going on from like your other team member who's two rows behind as you're firing her on the plane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What would really seal the deal is if you're in first class and you make her come up to first class. <laughs> and then like stand in the aisle while you fire her yeah, in front of the rest. When she gets when she gets uh <laughs> defensive and upset, just the the air hostess or a stewardess or whatever yeah. we're calling them these days just like yeah. ushers her out like a plebe out of the well, first go, class. Go find the air marshal so you can he'll have your back. So it's yes. yeah, uh, go when, out of line. When she cover. gets violent, he can uh, he can body slam her into the lav and uh, yeah. turn it into a makeshift smelly brig. Isn't that the jail on a boat, a brig? Uh, sure. Pretty sure it is. I think, think you're right. I think you're I think, right. I think that's Googleable. Let's see. I, I've seen enough Pirates of the Caribbean movies where I think <laughs> it's my only... Well, yeah, it, it would be because I think even uh, Star Trek, they, they had a brig there, and that's considered a nautical ve- vehicle too, so... Yeah. Um, I just googled jail on a boat, <laughs> and it did not come up yeah, with Andy what Sandberg's, I was looking for. <laughs> Andy Samberg's video. I'm on a boat. I'm in jail on a boat. Uh, let's see. The brig, I'm on a fucking boat. The brig is a prison, especially on a warship. Ah. So okay. we will say a uh, Delta flight from uh, Seattle to uh, Honolulu is probably a considered a warship. So we're going to call it a brig. There we go. There we go. There we go. You ready for some Buck Wild Reddit questions? All right, <laughs> I'm Buck always Wild, ready. Buck Wild Reddit question. <laughs> uh huh. Oh God, here we go. Question three. Reddit user Reddit. Necessary King asks: Weird ass dental problem. Hello all. I've been referred to the dental hospital in relation to this, but it's a long waiting list. So I figure why not ask some strangers on the internet who may or may not be qualified dental professionals. Any advice would be appreciated. Basically, over a year ago, I got a small amount of bleach on my dental floss and it got right inside my gums and in my mouth. I rinsed it out, slightly damaged my esophagus and stomach, and I had to go on medication for this. Then, in January this year, I started using homemade toothpaste and cheaper dental products developed a red mark on my gums within a week, as well as regularly getting bleach coming out of my gums. The mark is still there, and I am still getting bleach coming out of my gums that I have to spit out or I'll swallow accidentally, which means my esophagus cannot heal. Do you guys have any insight on how to get this problem away for good? Well, yeah, I think Harry Reams could help. Is this guy Lin- Linda Lovelace had a thing with her esophagus, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that was her uvula, right? <laughs> could be. What is this guy talking about? Oh, this guy's okay. So, for the record, I'm just gonna go out and just say the bleach had nothing to do with anything because one time yeah. I, I did a root canal. My uh, assistant that I hired that really was new to dentistry. She didn't really know stuff. And we were talking about the safety of bleach. She was freaking out that I was using bleach and she didn't understand that it was normal. And to prove that it's perfectly safe, 
I took a thimbleful and swallowed it. What the fuck are you doing, Lance? I was proving a point, and I regretted every moment of that. Yeah, that's a bad idea. You, Lance, you messed up bad. You messed up so bad, Lance. Hey, I did it to myself. No one, no harm, no foul. I'm, I'm good. It was disgusting, and I wouldn't recommend anybody doing that. Oh, but now I know how safe it is. Well, ish. Oh, it might explain a few yes. things. Yeah, I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go back to the start. A year okay. ago, he got a small amount of bleach on his floss and got it right inside his gums. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. For, like, why and how, first off? <laughs> Yeah. Is there just and, it, and there the can't be that, that much transfer. Whoa, hello? <laughs> Are you there? Jesus. There you go. It's like an earthquake. <laughs> uh how much yeah, bleach so, could be on a on on floss? Exactly. Unless you're using yarn and this floss and it, it wicked up a whole shit ton of bleach. I, I think you barely got any in you, dude. Okay. So this um it got inside his gums and in his mouth, he rinsed it out, but it slightly damaged his esophagus. So you're talking like a drop of bleach that then gets rinsed out in water uh-huh. and spit out. But that's still enough to damage an esophagus and stomach. Which we know is bullshit because I had a thimbleful and swallowed that with nothing. So top that, bitch. <laughs> a thimble- <laughs> Did you have a thimble laying around? I don't understand. Uh, I probably used a dappin dish. I don't know. I just had enough to to taste it and prove that because you're always freaking out. Rubber dam isolation for the root canal. You don't 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 dare get any bleach on the yeah, tissues. I, I'm more worried about getting bleach out the end of the tooth though than in like yeah. I, oh, for sure. That that worries me way more than because I can rinse it out. Like it's not. Like yeah. this guy saying like that little drop of bleach damages his esophagus. He has to go on medication. Like that's just utter, yeah. like complete lack of understanding about what's going on in his esophagus and stomach. Right. Then in January this year, I started using homemade toothpaste. How do you, where Why? do you even start? I, what, what is the well, it's, base? It, it's it's gluten free. So it's gotta be good, right? Is it on Pinterest? God, I probably. Where do you get a recipe? Is there a Martha Stewart recipe for toothpaste? Uh, I don't know. Maybe go find Tom up in Maine and, and find out How much is toothpaste? It's like $3 for a tooth. Yeah, exactly. But, but beware of that red dye number nine. That That's a carcinogen. <laughs> do you remember close-up toothpaste? Yeah. And it's like, do you remember the flavor of close-up? No. <laughs> it was like atomic fireball cinnamon. Really? Yes. So... I remember as a kid stumbling on it in some relative's cabinet and brushing my teeth huh. with it and like literally my mouth burning for hours afterwards. Huh. It was the most cinnamon I've ever tasted anything in my life. And huh. I just, that's like, hey, we want you to brush your teeth for two minutes. You up to the challenge? Like, it, have you seen those challenges? Like, eat the world's spiciest, uh, whatever ghost pepper, pepper yeah, all that oh. stuff. Like, that's fine for a one-time thing. But like, here, I need you to do this for two minutes twice a day. This shouldn't be like one of those spicy challenges. Like, let's make yeah. this as palatable as possible. Like, yeah. no, just ramp up the cinnamon to eleven. How about that? This is a great, great idea. 
Is that is close up even still on the market? I I don't think so. Let's look it up. I I haven't I haven't noticed, but I don't do a whole lot of shopping down the toothpaste aisle since they yeah. keep sending me samples. I don't either. Um, it does look like it's still around. Let's. Hmm. Uh, it's made by you. Dollar store. It's on Wikipedia. It hmm. still looks red, and the flavor is red hot. That's the name of the flavor. Okay. Okay. Why? But I mean, being on Wikipedia, I mean, Iponda toothpaste is on Wikipedia as well, and that's that's long gone. Launched in 1967 is the first gel toothpaste. It's marketed oh. worldwide and licensed since 2003 for North America by Church and Dwight. It's also available in the Philippines, Indonesia, Sri Lanka, and India, and is the top in terms of sales in India. Really? Um, the brand is positioned to target the youth segment with a lifestyle appeal and advertising campaigns. <laughs> okay. Hey, do you remember, did you ever have a toothpaste called AIM? I remember AIM. Was AIM? It was kind of a gray, teal colored gel. Yeah. I, I love that taste, man. I, I brush my teeth every day because I have It looks super, it looks like old people's toothpaste. <laughs> Just the, like the package looks like old people's toothpaste. Could be like aim. Remember when women couldn't vote? Like that was that's like the tagline <laughs> on the toothpaste. Well, it's aim, just it's take just... aim against cavities, but really it should be like remember when women couldn't vote. Yeah, <laughs> that should be the tagline. I just shoot for the hip. I don't aim. Yeah, you don't have to aim. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, this looks like totally old people toothpaste. Total old people toothpaste. It doesn't say. It just has the picture of close up on Wikipedia, hmm. but it doesn't say. It doesn't say on the Wikipedia what actual the flavor is, but it does say in the picture of it on Wikipedia. It says red hot. Hmm. God, such a horrible idea for a flavor of something <laughs> you want people to use for two minutes twice a day. Yeah, I mean, was, oh. but the the runner up for when they were choosing the flavor was was fiery ass. Yes. So, yeah, yeah. So it's clearly a, the oh. better of the two choices. God, sweat stain. That's that should be at their <laughs> next their next flavor release. Target a specific demographic. Tastes like your gym bag. Um, <laughs> God, I do. I also remember. I remember in some notes that I had in like in perio, like sophomore perio class, we were talking about tartar controlled toothpaste uh-huh. and that whatever the active ingredient is, I don't even remember it at the top of my head. Probably um, triclosan or something. No, I don't remember. It's not triclosan. It, it's something that that inhibits the uh, it inhibits the uh, tartar crystals from from beginning to lay down. Um, hmm. it, it inhibits the very first deposition of crystalline layers. And I remember that them saying that the whatever chemical, whatever it was, whatever the active ingredient was, was so tasted so bad that, that pretty much all tartar control toothpaste were cinnamon flavor because that's the mm. only way that they could get the, um, the flavor covered up. Ah, gotcha. But I don't. That that may be. I'm trying to look here on on Amazon. It's kind of like eating snails. You have to dub, just douse it with butter and garlic. Yeah, everything Otherwise, is you... amazing when you douse it in <laughs> butter and garlic. Everything's great. It makes everything taste amazing. Uh huh. 
Um, yeah, I'm not seeing anything as far as like what that chemical is. Hmm. I could dig some more, but I really don't want to. But yeah, I don't. <laughs> I, I've never used a tartar control toothpaste. I probably have accidentally. Do you remember being cinnamon? I'm going to say yes, just so I can sound smart. But oh, no, listen I... to this. Here's, I just found this. A recipe for homemade tartar controlled toothpaste. This is from there's an EO for that.com. I don't know what that means. Oh, EO, essential oil. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> On the right hand side. Check your meridians. Yes. meridians. On the right hand side, it says, Hi there. I'm Tosh, and I'm confessed essential oil junkie. This blog is a place where you can learn how to use essential oils for beauty, health, and mental well being. Homemade tartar controlled toothpaste. Why make your own toothpaste? There are several benefits to making your own toothpaste, especially when the pinpoints an issue like tartar, cavities, dry mouth, sensitivity, or stains. Yeah, because they don't make any toothpaste over the counter that have any of those types of things um, at all. No. Um, basic toothpaste on the market are generally cheap, but as soon as a natural alternative, it gets up to $12 a tube. Um, oh so obviously we have a lot of stuff in here about artificial colorings. Fluoride is a neurotoxin and doesn't actually <laughs> prevent cavities. Glycerin is a problem. It's too abrasive. It's got sodium lauryl sulfate. Triclosan is a pesticide. Lance, it disrupts your hormones. Well, if it's good enough for Lacroix drink, then I'm. It's good enough for my toothpaste. <laughs> so here we go. Here, here are some good ingredients: baking soda, non-toxic, low-level abrasive that neutralizes acid in the mouth. Second ingredient: bentonite clay. A low-level <laughs> abrasive that helps polish teeth, promote remineralization, and reduces acidity. My favorite bentonite clay is by Redmond. Lance, what's your favorite bentonite clay? Purple. <laughs> coconut oil, of course. Not only does coconut oil ba- balance the microbiome of your gut, but also does so in your mouth. Its antibacterial properties also kill odor, causing bacterial plaque. Then what do you think the next ingredient is, Lance? Essential oils. Freshens breath, reduce plaque, fight gingivitis using these powerful plant essences. Some favorites include cinnamon, clove, myrrh, peppermint, and spearmint essential oil. No eucalyptus. No Didn't eucalyptus. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out. I need. Mm-hmm. I need. I need that Aveda smell. Um, salt. Use a Himalayan salt is an amazing way to remove tartar naturally. Salt also Himalayan. heals wounds. Yeah, Himalayan, only Himalayan. But, but, yeah, yeah. What about the Mediterranean sea salt that no. I went to France to pick up? No, and don't bring me Fuck. any of that. Uh, what's uh, what's just the regular salt? <laughs> That's the girl with Morton's. the Morton's. Morton's. Don't bring me that I, Morton's garbage. Iodized. Yeah. Promotes uh, saliva secretion. Great for those with dry mouth. Yes, yeah, salt is great for that. Salt is amazing. <laughs> uh-huh. keeps, keeps you super moist, right? Right, Lance. And kills moist. bacteria. Stevia, add sweetness to your recipe without sugar. Powdered stevia works well. Trace mineral drops. Some study just that trace mineral drops can improve remineralization. Xylitol. Okay, I'm down on that. Um, So two tablespoons of baking soda, two tablespoons of Himalayan salt, one tablespoon of coconut oil, one teaspoon of xylitol, five drops of trace minerals, ten drops of peppermint essential oil, ten drops of spearmint essential oil, um, and then you need a tube or a small jar for storage. And Lance, all of that, all of those things you can get and you can save yourself a whopping $4. (laughs) 
So I know, <laughs> I know you stick it to the man. Stick it. To, I know you've had some rough production <laughs> months. I think in the last month or two, I think your September uh-huh. was rough. So if you need to try to make up your production somehow, this is the way you do it. You make your own toothpaste at home. Perfect. And then God. have my hygienist sell it out of the operatory uh, as a multi-level marketing scheme. Trapped in an op plant. Trapped in an op. <laughs> uh-huh. um, so this guy's just nuts, right? A little bit. Okay. The esophagus thing is, seems crazy. I, there's there's bit. just all there's some instability here. Let's take a look. He's posted a lot in a subreddit called Body Language. Okay. Um, law of attraction. Does anyone have advice for manifesting health? That's the name of the post. I can't find many stories anywhere. Basically, I can't huh. seem to manifest health at all. I'm starting to think it's not possible. I've tried so many different things. My usual routine works for everything, visualization, eating healthily, taking care of my body, et cetera. And I don't mean to be negative, but a lot of LOA, I don't know, LOA gurus, laws of attraction, I guess, gurus have gotten sure. cancer, et cetera, and died. I'm starting to get really despondent. I manifested smaller steps in relation to health but not the problems going away completely. I don't know what the hell this guy's talking about. Hmm. Um, some in the subreddit of depression seems like a common thread between some of the people that we highlight on here. Um, posts in subreddit chakras. Hmm. Got to get that centered. Yeah, that's the problem here. Um, uh, post on the subreddit vent. I get kind of angry about everything, but I'm always proven to be right. I get ang- I get angry about things that no one else cares about. And then years later, it's everyone else's opinion that XYZ is a horrible issue. I feel bad sometimes because it's not like I want to always be mad, but my feelings are still valid and I'm proven to be right all the time. I need to speak up more and not worry about offending others. But people get so butthurt and arrogant about their poorly considered viewpoint. That's it. That's the post. Wow. Yeah, awesome. Wow. Awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, this is a tough look for my guy here. Here's a great one. Yeah. Subreddit beauty. Women who always smell good. What are your secrets? <laughs> Basically just the title. Women who always smell good. What are your secrets? Soap. Perfume. Uh, yeah, taking a shower. Not swallowing bleach. <laughs> How about that? That might be good. Um, Let's start there. That, that was a good place to start. Yeah. yeah, and we end up like where we always freaking end up on a lot of these. It's freaking suicide watch. Jesus. Is he there too? Yes. Or oh she. God. I don't know who it is. Whatever. Okay. God. Wow. I, go to the... Don't wait for the dental school. Go to the dentist. Get Go to a health clinic. Talk to somebody. Um... Don't make your own toothpaste. What else can we advise this person against? Don't have bleach in your bathroom. Don't get your floss around bleach. Don't swish with bleach. Go get get your shit taken care of, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Just look in the mirror, figure out where the problems started. They weren't lying with the title of the post. This is a weird-ass dental problem, Lance. In fact, I don't even think it's a dental problem. This is just a weird-ass, I think, a mental problem. It, Yeah. Jesus, Lance. I mental think, health is not a laughing matter. No, it is not. And, and go. Go get fixed. Don't go to Reddit to get fixed. 
Yeah. Um, I think that's going to about do it for tonight, buddy. Okay. I don't, I don't know what else we can say about that one. I, I, no. Yeah. I think we've, there's no help to be had from us on this. Um, looking at some of the other stuff, everybody's kind of telling them the same thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Why, why is visiting the dentist such, uh, they trying to avoid something? Are we really that bad? I mean, the answer is to see a dentist. We'll be able to fix it right up. It's right up. But yeah, you're so anti-dentite that you're going to do this. But Lance, you got to visualize it. Okay. I think that's what that thing is, visualizing it. Uh, okay. Well, I think we're I, I don't think we can help this gentleman or this no. this this woman. Best no. of luck to you, uh whatever your name was. Um what was it? Neckbeard? Um Necessary King. I guess yeah. it is a man, yeah. Um sorry dude, I, I just don't think we are the podcast to help you. I think no. men, mental health happy hour would be a great place to start. Or beer. <laughs> so we really need to get this person alcohol. <laughs> well, Lance, <laughs> I think we should uh, tell our friends listening to the show to share with their friends. So we build the show, right? That's a good idea. Rate and review us online. Uh, wherever you listen to the show, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, five stars. That's our favorite number. Love in the five. If you're flicking through Podbean, flick five, five stars. Um, or five times. Flick five stars, five times. Even better, it's 25 <laughs> stars. We love it. There you go. <laughs> Hit us up on the web, uh, www.workinginterferences.com. Um, hit us up on, uh, where else are we? Facebook, Working Interferences with Josh and Lance. Uh, Instagram at Winterferences, Twitter at Winterferences. You can find Lance on Instagram at DR Timmerman DMD. You can find me on Instagram at Joshua Austin DDS. Is it your turn for a song, Lance? It is your turn. It is my turn for a song. Holy moly. Um, okay, I think I can find one. Um, here we go. Uh, I just saw this guy in concert like last week. I got backstage passes actually and got to meet him before the show. Um, This is a guy who I've liked for a while, but this newest album that he just put out uh, this year uh, is a little different sound. It's it's, he's kind of a singer songwriter, but he brought some hip hop into it and Mm. uh, it's actually really good. Um, The last time I saw him play, he was at a church in Austin um, hmm. And he's not a Christian artist. Uh, that's just where the concert was. It was at some weird church downtown that had really good acoustics. And so we were like set in church pews to see the show. Wow. And it was an acoustic show and his percussion was stomping on a suitcase. That's what his percussion was. This show was like full all out like arena kind of style show with full audio visual Hmm. Um, you know, six piece band, um, including a synthesizer and just all like, so it couldn't be different shows. Great both times. So the artist's name is Matt Kearney, uh, and it's Matt with one T, which is strange. And Kearney is K E A R N E Y. Uh, and this is from a album called crazy talk, which just came out this year. And it's a song called memorized. Uh, and it's, uh, I think you're going to like it. So it's a little, uh, it's a little singer songwritery plus, uh, hip hop. It's it's good. It's good. Very cool. 
So right, it's, uh, he was he put on a great show. We had a good time. Um, a band named Atlas Genius opened for them. They're from Australia. They were really good. They've got a few a few hit songs that are all over. Yeah, um, I remember them. Uh, Alt Nation. Um, so so it was it was a good show. It was one of those deals where we were supposed to meet Matt Kearney at like five p.m. or we we're supposed to get to the theater to meet him at five p.m. Uh, cue me leaving the office to meet up with Andrea at 510, not getting downtown until about 545 uh, <laughs> and kind of walking into the meet and greet and kind of like getting in line to meet him and then shake his hand, talking to him for five or 10 minutes and then he was gone. So, uh, yeah. and then we hung out for a couple of hours and then the show started. So it was good. It was a good time. Most, most of those guys don't, don't come to San Antonio. They usually skip San Antonio for Austin. Huh. So anytime somebody comes to SA, we kind of have to hit it up because it doesn't happen often. Very cool. Cool. So this is uh, this is Matt Kearney. So for uh, for Lance Timmerman, this is Joshua Austin. Peace. Know you by heart, like ink on my sleeve. Right from the start, making memories. You had bangs and a Honda Accord. I bought them jeans I couldn't afford. Threw you a party, the cops shut us down. You liked it better with just the surround. Speaking to me without making a sound. Listening to Shade, playing on the radio. Sipping on your latte, drawing on your window. Like second nature, read it in your eyes. I don't need it down on paper. I got you memorized. I got you memorized.